Hello, welcome back to the National Association for Primary Education podcast. My name is Mark Taylor. I'm here chatting again with Peter Cancel, who's been chatting to Essity about um, toilets and cleanliness and how that will fit within the, the primary school world that we, we're all involved in these days. So thanks so much for chatting to us again. Nice to see you again, Mark. And so tell us a little bit about what's been involved in this. How, how have Nate been involved and how are they supporting this project? Well, we've been involved for uh, 12 to 18 months now uh, with a programme which ESSETY did some research into children's reluctance to use school toilets. Um, and this goes across, across the age range, actually, from primary to secondary. And their focus this year is more on secondary children. But it still affects a lot of primary age children who are reluctant to use school toilets because for a variety of reasons, but mostly because they're not very clean, because there is an issue with her schools in that, you know, we don't have the resources to have somebody cleaning the toilets day in, day out, all, all the time. I mean, they're obviously cleaned every day, but during the day, very rarely a school's got resources to clean them. Um, the other aspect of that is that um, children sometimes, and not so much in primary, but maybe more in secondary, there is an element of bullying going on. It's an area where teachers aren't present and therefore there's bullying going on and, and children are reluctant to use the toilets. Um, and children are just scared to do it. You know, they, they're scared to go to the toilets. And so the consequence of this is that the research showed that a number of children are um, having accidents in school, particularly young children, and this is costing teacher time, costing education time for those children. But a number of children also are just not going to the toilet during the school day, which is obviously not good for them, um, and is causing them tummy upsets and so on. But also children who are refusing to eat, so they don't need to go to the eat and drink, particularly drink, so they don't need to go to the toilet during the school day. Um, and uh, you know, this is a very worrying thing for general children's general health. And so it's obviously a concern that we have that schools should be allowed to address this and should be encouraged to address this problem. And it's, it's certainly something which comes up when, when we've spoken before in terms of actually education is about the whole child yes. and you know eating drinking sleep you know sort of the general sort of human functions which are in, integral to their well-being but also from an educational point of view if you're not having all of those things then it's very difficult to learn as well yeah yeah it is it is you know I, any of us can can recognize that feeling of discomfort that you'd have if you if you desperately need to go to the loo um but you know, you but you're scared to put your hand up because you don't want to go to a place that's not very enticing, and not very pleasant, and so um, you know it's obviously going to have an effect upon children and upon their education. And it is slightly amazing that if you can go into almost any coffee shop or any shop in a high street, you can see there that they have to clock in and clock out when they've been cleaned, whether it's. Mm -hmm. To every couple of hours or even once an hour or, or you know, two or three times during the morning or an afternoon, to think that that's not the case in a school environment where you've got lots and lots of people using that facility. And I can completely understand they don't have the staff, they don't have the money and all that yeah. kind of thing. But you would think actually it's a really, or as we're proving, it's a really important issue. Yeah. Um, and has anyone come up with any ideas of how it can be improved? You know, what, what are some of the solutions they're thinking about? Well, the solutions that, would, that, that, that we've encouraged with ESSETY are about um, 
children's hygiene and about, and about hand washing and so on. It's certainly encouraging children to take responsibility for that, but also recognising the need to go to the loo. But it's also encouraging, children, encouraging schools to put in place provision for, for toilets to be cleaned. Uh, it is very difficult, uh, and I recognise this very much, it's very difficult on the restrained resources that we have in schools and the reduced budgets, it's very difficult provide that sort of constant cleaning in a primary school certainly. I don't think I've ever seen a primary school where there is the same attention to the toilets that you would have exactly as you say in a coffee shop and that's shocking because there are literally hundreds of children using those toilets during a break time and it's you know it's astonishing that we don't that we've never even considered that it's an issue. And I guess the bottom line is, especially probably in the in the younger part of the school, that it, it's even necessary, it can be the teachers that are sort of having to take responsibility or, or trying to keep them in a condition which they can then support the children to use. And that and that's part of what came out of the research, that that you know teachers were finding that because children weren't behaving as they should do, perhaps not aiming properly or whatever, that toilets weren't be put out of use, um, that um, they were reluctant to let children go to the toilet because of because of the insanitary conditions perhaps, um, or because they thought there were issues around bullying. So so you know it's it's a it's a double-edged sword in some ways, but teachers always take responsibility for all aspects of schooling and so it's very unsurprising to see on social media reports from head teachers who say well actually part of my day day was cleaning the toilets and it's interesting you brought the social media aspects up because I know our Twitter feed's been fairly, fairly rampant with people responding to, to some of the tweets that have gone out from um, ST and, and all the follow-up things. And, and quite a lot of people saying it's down to the parents. You know, the parents should actually make sure that children are aware of how to use a toilet properly in a, in a community and in, a, and in an effective way. And I guess it is a kind of a working together with the whole community, whether that's parents at home as well as within the school environment. It is, and it's it's not about one or the other, is it? Because, you know, in the best ordered routine, even as adults, sometimes we're in a position where our bowels aren't working as they should do, or we need to go to the loo, you know, our bladder is full, and we need to go, you know, and, and perhaps we are better at socially managing that than children are, but children are young people, and they have to, have to learn those things, and one of the places they learn them is in school. So, you know, it's not surprising that there are, there are accidents and there are situations where children haven't quite got, you know, got it all in place. And also with children being in school earlier and, and, and earlier these days, you know, like I say, whether it's a nursery, um, the fact that, you know, children are starting, I mean, my daughter was literally only just four when she, when she first started school. Um, that, that can be quite young and, and depending on, like I say, every child is different, every environment, every home life is different. And so they're going to be at different developmental stages. Yes, of course, of course. And, you know, they're, they're, children are people, they're individuals and they need to be treated as such. And... and you know, on a wider philosophical point, it, this feeds into my view that that we that, that I find it quite worrying that we are developing more and more a situation where schools are systems into which children must fit, rather than being responsive to the needs of children. And you know, and perhaps it's a matter of getting the balance right, and it's shifted too much the other way in that we've developed systems which everybody has to fit into. Yes, because there is always that 
strain, isn't there, between you can only use the loo at a certain time and then you've got all the class trying to go at the same time. Yeah. Teachers and, and people within school saying you can't go if you really need to go and you put your hand up because you have to wait and that kind of thing. And I guess it's always tricky because there are people that will just do it to get out of the classroom. There's that kind of, you sort of start the ball rolling and then everybody wants to go. But at the same time, for that one or two children that really need to and then they're scared not to, then that's not very supportive for them. So it's a fine line to tread, I guess. It is. It's very difficult to get the balance right. and that's the, But that's true in many aspects of life and it's particularly true in education and in the classroom. You know, There's always the, the balance between um, trusting children to be responsible citizens um, and allowing for the fact that they maybe haven't developed that responsibility. Mm. And you said this has been going on for a few months or 18 months or so yes. now. Um, what's, the, what's the future look like? How, how is it going to continue from, from here on in? Um, SET are focusing this, this academic coming academic year um, on the issue for slightly older children in secondary schools um, because they are seeing that it's a big issue for 12 to 14 year olds particularly um, and and so they're focusing on that because they did develop some resources last year for primary schools for for teachers and for parents and children it's a really great thing for us to be able to discuss mainly because we talk a lot in education about maths and english and curriculum and all that kind of thing but you know, we also talk specifically in NAEP a lot about the whole child and, you know, and, and these sorts of conversations, these sorts of things that the, the association's involved in, I think is really important for us to be able to share with you that, you know, we actually have such a, a wide range of things that we're involved in, people approaching us, us being involved in projects um, in, in so many different ways, which I think enables us to support you as parents, to support you as teachers, to support you as schools in ways that you may not have even realised before. And that's that's kind of the point of lots of these podcasts, just so that you can really understand exactly how we can support you and, and what we're doing for your children. So, Peter, thanks very much for chatting today. Thank you.